Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, AP18 himself. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm doing well. To my left, GW himself. Garrett, how you doing? Doing good. Wednesday Comics Podcast. My name is Marvin here. Once again, to tell you the comic book's coming out for this week. Uh, talk about our book club book, uh, our first in- uh, issue into our book club book, and also uh, a little talk about the end of Batman and Robin. All-Star Batman and Robin, excuse me. <laughs> Gotta put that all-star in front. All-Star Batman and Robin... Um, the Boy Wonder, which I found out, you know, Batman calls him that name and he says, what the fuck are you doing, boy? I'm not called the Boy Wonder. And uh, <laughs> he wants to go by the name Hood and he's like, and then Batman's like, no, that name's dumb. They don't agree on a lot, these two. So <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But the funniest thing to me in these last issues was how uh, he called it the Batmobile to Black Canary and Black Canary shit on the name and he still was pissed being like these motherfuckers making fun of me. Making fun, yeah, making fun of my fucking bat-themed idea. <laughs> and he, he uses the R word like five million times. I was like, geez, man. Yeah, the most me. talkative Batman. He ever. is. And then there's a part where he's like, I'm talking to myself again. I was like, you've been talking to yourself the whole fucking time, bro? <laughs> what the fuck are you Why talking about? we talk about it now? You want to wait till later? Yeah, let's talk about it now. We were talking uh, about it a little bit before uh, the uh, podcast started here, so might as well continue that. We read issues um six through uh, nine, and then also me and Garrett read issue ten, which wasn't worth it. I mean, like Garrett said, that was in the deluxe one. I th- Alex, I think through nine, it was collected in the first trade because like that's like the first part of the story, and ten is the start of the next part of the story. But they never finished it, and so it's literally useless to read. Um, yeah, we never. First off, like because this is not complete. No conclusion on the Joker storyline whatsoever. No conclusion on Catwoman whatsoever. And really, the last four issues are kind of pointless. And it really is just like these one-off scenes that are just so ridiculous that I'm just like... I will agree with one thing. And Alex, you said this to us, that these were worse than the first ones. I didn't think there was as much funny stuff in these ones as there was in the first ones. Or maybe I just became numb to it. But I do think there are a couple of gems in here that made me laugh. Uh Batman and Robin uh, painting a whole room yellow, so Green Lantern. Oh my god. I really hope it was lead paint because I'm just like, you gotta be effing kidding me. Like, you could see the paint, like, dripping off their faces, and I'm like, (laughs) it's so stupid because, you know, that used to be a thing that before the Sinestro Corps that was fear, it was just green willpower is afraid of yellow. Like, (laughs) Yeah, his weakness was always yellow, and then Jeff Johns retconned it that the reason why it was yellow is because uh, Parallax was like had taken the color yellow as its color, and so he was actually weak against Parallax the whole time, not the color yellow. But yeah. uh, Frank Miller definitely leans into first off, he makes Hal Jordan uh, a, a dummy, um, and uh, <laughs> I like when Batman's like. Making fun of him, be like he, he's making all these dumb things. He has no imagination. He has these powers to make whatever he wants to, and he uh, never does anything with them. Um, and then he, when he brings a flashlight and flashes on Batman, which first off, there's enough lights up there. You see Batman fine. I don't know why he's got to shine a light at him again, but um, he shines a light with a flashlight, and Batman just thinks he's like there. He, that idiot goes with this goddamn flashlight. <laughs> just make me laugh. <laughs> Um, go ahead, continue. I mean, yeah, it's like, well, you know, and the tease, I think the only payoff from the first five issues was the whole Robin killing a rat 
and eating it in the Batcave thing, even though Alfred's giving this guy, like, five-star dinners every night. He's like, no, 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 I have to eat the rat. (laughs) And he, like, killed the rat and he threw up. Like, Yeah. By the way, what you were saying, uh, Garrett, I can't find... Maybe I could find it somewhere else, but not on uh, Wikipedia. Uh, but this this title, issues one through ten, came out between the years two thousand five and two thousand eight. So three issues. I mean, excuse me, three years, ten issues. You're talking about what three to four issues a year? Yeah. And um, in April twenty ten, Miller and Lee said they would return to the series in twenty eleven and finish it. But as of 2020, however, the series has yet to be published, which might be for the better of man. You know, it was going to be they were going to rebrand it as since there's no more All-Star. Like they've literally been so long that there's no more All-Star imprint, which actually they brought back All-Star Batman. And that one actually is good. But they were going to call the second part of the story Dark Knight Boy Wonder, which I don't know what that means. It's like Dark Knight colon bad uh, boy wonder Um, and complete the story that Miller originally intended to tell. Which in this at least last you're telling me there's a story here outside of Bruce quote unquote kidnapping Dick Grayson? No, no. Uh, <laughs> this I I I read the first two yesterday, or the five and six, six and seven, and um, I don't even remember reading them. They're that piss poor. And then I read the last eight and nine tonight, and I was telling the guys before the show there's only one redeeming factor of this whole run. I mean, last week was more funny, and I couldn't get into the funniness because I was trying to be so serious about it. But at least when Bruce decides to finally take take Dick Grayson to the graves of his family, he goes, "Oh, I've had I've had years to master this. I gave this kid two weeks to figure out his shit," um, and lets him kind of grieve and hugs him. I was like, "Well, that's a sweet moment." And then the book was done. So, I I there was there was no redeeming factor for me outside of this may have been slightly better than. Uh, end league just for art alone. Well, the but, well, and I would say, and the story was coherent, even though it's a fucking crazy story. I would say with end league, there just was so much text that it would be hard to read for that factor. At the very least, this is like dumb reading, like right. There's not much besides Batman's narration. There was a little bit too much with Gordon in issue ten. Like that was kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and then Black Canary at the beginning of that issue too. And she oh, had yeah. one more, uh, one more uh, love chunks makes it in. So I was <laughs> she, like, oh, I started laughing. Say? I was like, for fuck. By the way, she talks <laughs> she about her being a bartender like it was years ago, and it just was like last night. She's like, I yeah. used to be a bartender. It's like, yeah, we saw last night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just put that job. Well, you know, and you would imagine this whole series takes place over a very short amount of time. I'm like, I mean, I guess if Bruce Wayne is your uh, benefactor to get your parents a headstone that quick. Because I was like, that was like, it was a great moment. And but it was, like, but not only uh, that he got him a headstone so quickly, it was dirty from like, they haven't been there in forever. And I yeah. was like, and then it started raining. Like there was like mud coming down off of it. And I was like, they, they just died. What do you mean? It can't be that much mud on there. Unless like Alfred uh, on purpose threw mud on that shit through dirt. and was like, fuck this thing. What if Bruce put this all together for his family to be dead. So he actually already had the gravestones ready to go, and they did collect mud. He was watching Ooh. it for a while, so... What if Bruce is the bad guy? That's well, why he throw, picks him up and chucks him in the car, or when he's fighting Hal Jordan and, and literally Dick Grayson is just going to kill him, Bruce grabs him by the scruff of the 
Cape just chucks him 20 feet behind him into a brick wall and cracks the brick wall. And Dick's like, what did I do? What did I do? And he's like, go break this tube. And I'm going to jam it in his throat so he can breathe. Oh, the gurgling. But he's breathing. I'm like, dude. Speaking about this. This, oh, this felt like the uh, Rick Remender uh, crotch that Marvin and I have always felt. When you got to tell me, ah, it tastes like blood. I can taste that copper. I'm like, no, you don't need to describe all the shit. Batman makes a joke that he talks too much in this, and like so that's like I'm very curious on how much, and it doesn't seem like a lot, a self awareness that Frank Miller has. Like if he knows how dumb this is, like the way, he, like Batman is absolutely just like a dumb brute and and crazy. Also, like he always laughs when he's beating up people. Like and obviously that's an intent intended choice, but does he know how dumb it is? It's not cool. I think he still thinks it's cool, and it's not cool. Like. There's the same with when he uses, you know, the R word or when he says queer in the book. That's not cool. That doesn't make you sound cool. That makes you sound like a pompous jackass. And like Black Canary sees Batman and is like, oh, he's hot. And then they just have sex on the pier quickly. And he's like, yeah, that was oh, that was uncomfortable. He's like, we'll keep the mask on. It's better this way. (laughs) (laughs) Like this Catwoman number one uh, from New 52. When he gets into her house and they just oh, yeah. decide to like. Oh, to by the way, guy. that also when Catwoman gets injured and he, she sends him a note that says uh, the first time and Gordon uh, throws that over the pier to be like, was that? Oh, that was issue. Was that issue 10? Garrett? Must have been 10 because I don't remember. That. Oh, OK, Alex, this, yeah, is, this, yeah. is the, this is like so ridiculous. So Catwoman gets injured. Um. And she writes the first time on like a napkin and somehow Gordon gets it. I don't have no fucking clue how they didn't explain it. But Gordon like is talking to himself on the pier and then he throws it over the pier. It looks like he's just throwing it to the ocean. But Batman and Robin are underneath the pier. And so he grabs it and it's just the first time he goes, how could I forget? And he goes to the place uh, and he sees Catwoman. He goes, of course, I remember the first time. And it's not the first time they met. It's the first time they had sex the place he's like i remember like yesterday <laughs> he talks about how they had sex in the sewer and he was i was just like really like the first time it's like oh the first place we met meet me there at sentimental value and so she's like the first place we had sex meet me there <laughs> i'm in dying the cave. i'm dying this he'll know this he'll know this i'm dying over here this guy's gonna know where the last time we banged was or the first time excuse me not the last time who knows how many times they've done it um that's just like if, if Black Canary did it and he'd be like, oh, it's the pier. She's at the pier. Like, this guy has a whole list of first times. So, um, <laughs> I actually did find the uh, publication date. Are you ready for this, guys? Issue one, July 13th, tw- uh, 2005. Issue two, September 14th, 2005. So, right off the bat, between issue one and two, you're waiting two months. Um, issue three, December 29th, 2005. So, then you don't get another issue here for three more months. You know, and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, come on. Why is it coming out so slow? Three issues in the first year? And then May 17, 2006. You don't get an issue from December to May. Six months. You get issue four. And then issue five, May 16, 2007. A whole year. Jeez. um, Between four and five. Which, that would conclude our first read of this. So, last week. So, uh, you had to wait till issue four. Uh, five to come out for that first part. And then uh, July 25th, 2007, which is the quickest, I think, uh, 
so far between issues, even though that's still two months. I think it's a smaller two months than the other one. And actually, never mind. The first two were kind of almost two months exactly. And then from that uh, Batgirl issue uh, to the one where uh, uh, Black Canary and Batman do it on the on the pier, uh, September 26, 2007. So a couple more months for that one. And then to issue eight, November 28, 2007. So uh, that one's not bad. That's a couple months, too. So they were on a roll for a little bit, every two months. And then issue number nine, February 27, 2008. So that one was uh, about four months. About two months. And then uh, issue 10, September 24, 2008. So that one was about, what, second through September, seven months. And uh, the, uh, where is it at here? Oh, I think I closed it. I was going to say the trade, I think, came out actually between issue 9 and 10. So I think they just got tired of waiting. And they just said, let's put the shit on trade. (laughs) And that's why issue 10 is not in it. And then you have to get the deluxe edition to get the one issue. Which, really, if you're listening to this, first off, save your money the whole thing. But if you're listening to this and the only way to read it for free is on Hoopla, you go, but I want to read that 10 issue. I don't think you have to read that 10th issue. No. Um, You're not missing a single damn thing. Um... You know, my favorite, one of my favorite issues of the second half, uh, what about that uh, Jimmy Olsen, Vicky Vale storyline that literally goes nowhere? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the whole thing Jimmy with her getting in a car crash. Trying to hide his for her. Yeah, right. Jimmy's yeah, getting like, a little, little stiff, if you catch my drift. He's like, I try not to look, and you see him looking. I'm not looking. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you he, son of a what bitch. does he bring her again? Did we ever learn that? He brought, he brought her flowers. flowers. No, but she said. that Bruce gave her all those flowers. She said, did you bring it? Like, he asked her to bring something. I don't think I think he hands it to her. He, they never tell you what it is, oh, because they never talk oh. about it again. But um, we never see her again. <laughs> she yeah. shows up in what issue six, and then she's gone. But there's so many there's so many loose ends in this whole series that you're just like, come on, why even introduce the character? They make there's no reason to have them there. We get Batgirl showing up. Oh, I made my costume. She never does anything with it. We see Vicky Vale break her clavicle, goes to the hospital, has this whatever, turns some young kid on. Never happen. Nothing ever happens out of it. Uh, probably the one who got any satisfaction, and honestly, she didn't seem that entertained, uh, was Black Canary. So, so uh, to continue our All Star series, besides this, uh, uh, we and that's the thing. Like this has been always been panned. That Frank Miller's story and writing has always been panned. Uh, I do see here uh, around the people in these past interviews, interviews, reviews have said that Jim Lee's art is great and like that's the reason to get it, which I would agree. Like if you're a big Jim Lee fan and you see this for very cheap, it might be worth it just to get it to look at that. Uh, And it's not like boring, but it also is it makes you feel like they think that you do not know how to read. You know what I mean? Because it's like it, it literally repeats stuff like every other bubble is the same thing you just read. There's no real story to speak of. It's just Batman going around beating the shit out of people. That's what it is. Uh, and loving it. Loving it so much. <laughs> um, like, he loves that he gave Jocko uh, fucking hallucinations for life. And yeah. it's... Yeah, and that guy takes it real bad. <laughs> he, like, literally, he, gets to, he gets the shit beat him by everybody. He ties him up and throws him in the ocean. It's, and it's just like, if that's the kind of Batman you want to see, I guess then this book's for you. Um... So when they made the all-star titles, they were going <clears> to <throat> do a, a few of them. Uh, but the only ones that saw publication were this one, uh, the 
and another book I'll, I'll talk about here in a second, which we will be talking about over the next couple of weeks. But some unrele- unreleased ones that were like brought up to be like, hey, here's our next wave of All-Star books, but they never came out. And I'm guessing because uh, this All-Star Batman and Robin people just didn't like it, and so they decided to do other shit with it. But All-Star Wonder Woman was going to come out from Adam Hughes as a writer and artist. Um, he was intended to retell her origin story, described it as an iconic interpretation of the character, but explained this was announced in 2006, and then at 2010 Comic-Con, he said that project was in the freezer for the time being due to the difficulty involved by writing it and driving it himself. It was just too much work, and obviously, never happened. Um, 2006 also, at Toronto Comic-Con, they announced All-Star Batgirl with Jeff Johns and J.G. Jones. Uh, mm-hmm. We're planning to work on the first six issues. It was... Uh, present the connection between Barbara Gordon and Arkham Asylum. According to John's, the series was to feature a mystery centered around Barbara Gordon's transformation to Batgirl, as in, as, as in Batman The Long Halloween. The title was described as not taking place in the continuity of All-Star Batman and Robin, which obviously she's in that book and they wanted to distance themselves from that, which just <laughs> kind of tells you what the thought was of that book at that time. And yeah, then also... All in, those, now that all those scenes... <laughs> fucking pointless too. All that build up for the Justice League, like I guess how was the the end in that uh, story? But like, oh, yeah, yeah, like one Roman's like, all right, I'm gonna go fuck off. Yeah, Come they on. never show up again. You <laughs> never see Superman ever again. Um, Damn. I also like how the Commissioner Gordon, or I don't even know who's Commissioner in this, but uh, Jim uh, calls Barbara because she's in the the clink, and he's like, "Your mom's in the hospital." And she's like. Does she drink again? And they like no real concern. I was like, all right, I guess this <laughs> doesn't give a shit about her mom. Um, and then also, a Green Lantern was playing with the creative team of Brian Nazarello and Cliff Chang. Uh, it would have been about John Stewart, uh, and that also never came to be. So, uh, which that would have been good. They later collabed on uh, Wonder Woman instead. So Did we lose them. I think so. What's up? Okay. Wait, hello. Hello. I can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Also, a Green Lantern. Did you hear me? Brian Ezreal and Cliff Chang were supposed to do that. Yeah. Oh well, then they uh, with, at least they got to do their own thing with Wonder Woman. Yeah. So. I, w- I to be fair, an All Star Aquaman, I actually probably would have enjoyed if it had been this Bruce or this Arthur. This would have been fantastic. Hell yeah! <laughs> I like meeting with Dolph. No, it, it was it was based on John Stewart. I said that when I cut out and you guys didn't hear me, but John Stewart, yes. Um, uh, I said Austin Man would be cool to have as an all-star. Oh, I see what you said. I think you said, for some reason, Hal Jordan. Maybe because of the way you were talking is how Hal Jordan is uh, uh, like in All-Stars, Batman and Robin. And so that's why I thought you said that. Oh, no. Yeah. But, no, Arthur. I want to see Aquaman. He's going to be mating with some dolphins. But the next book we'll talk mm-hmm. about. All-Star Superman, Grant Morrison, Frank Quitely, 12-issue run. Uh, there were discussions of Morrison on the spinoff limited series about doing more with the Super Sons and the Men of Tomorrow, but those plans were canceled. But we'll talk about these 12 issues, which uh, we've all read in the past. It's been a little bit, I feel like, but uh, um, it is one of my favorite books. If not my favorite book, I don't know. Um, I would say it's up there. Definitely uh, slides between one and, and three. It never gets below three. I'll tell you that much right now. Um, Oof. You get me amped here, Marv. 
But we'll read that from Grant Morrison and Frank Whiteley. Uh, so Superman. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I haven't. I used to like read it on a um, regular basis. I wouldn't say yearly basis, regular basis, but I haven't read it in forever. Uh, so uh, I'm very excited to do that. We'll read the first six next week and talk about the first six next week and then the six other six the uh, week afterwards. So um, do I still have it? Did you guys ever um, uh, see the movie adaptation? Yeah, I did. No. Yeah. I did it. So I thought it was pretty good. Pretty uh, pretty close to the source material. I liked it, too. It was... Uh, oh, wait, I wonder, did we watch it with you? Because that does sound like I have seen it. No, no I we watched uh, Superman um, Unbound, where he fights Parasite, which was not that great. I remember reading, I know I've read this at least twice. The first time I was not, uh, I was just getting into comics. And then I read it the second time and I did enjoy it. So I'm actually excited. And that's why I've been about six years since I've read it. Uh, it'll be nice to get back into it and, and actually probably officially talk about it between the three of us whilst we're fresh in our minds. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be so good. There you go. So once again, that's be the next part of our series um, of the All-Star Looking Back. Looking back at the All-Star, the original two uh, series run. Um, but until then, what's fucking... What's, Stop talking about the old shit. What is coming up? What's new? Uh, coming out this week, uh, 5-31 and 6-1 uh, June. First already, Alex. Uh, you know what they say, Alex? June in, June out, baby. Uh, first on the list here, Firepower by, uh, Firepower, yeah, Firepower by Robert Kirkman and Chris Amney, Matthew Wilson. Introducing Master Ping, quest, Owen's quest to assemble all the old masters is almost complete. Uh, Pastrello, what do we think? You know what? Uh, when I need to go fight something, I put all the masters together to go kick its ass. So, uh, flawless, of course. Like, you know, fuck it. I'm not even going to lie to anybody. I haven't read shit. <laughs> but. Firepower is always a good choice. It has, it has been good since issue one. And then by issue six, when I finally read that prequel, it got even stronger. This book has never missed a beat for me. The art is always phenomenal. Uh, it's by one of the only Kirkman books that I've really enjoyed, uh, where every issue is worth my time. I never got very far into Walking Dead. Uh, Super Dinosaur, I read it all, and I, f- I feel dumber after reading it. Uh, <laughs> what was the... What do you mean? You got, you got fairly into Walking Dead, like the seventh trade, right? Yeah, because I never got to. I never got to the part that you like issue forty nine. I never got to or forty five, whatever it was. Oh, um, where I I said it's very sad. Yeah, I don't even want to talk yeah, about it. I never got but, to that point, uh-huh. but I think I have all the issues to get to that point. I mean, based on how many issues there were, how many issues did it end up being, Garrett? Uh, it's a hundred and. They didn't make it to 150. Right? 70-something. Hmm. Let me double-check. Uh, Walking Dead comic series ran from 193 issues. So they yeah. they, they didn't meet that 200 mark, but I guess then, Alex, uh, never mind. You made it about, what, one-fourth of the way, the way there? Almost? Yeah. 
a little bit well, over, I, I mean, a little under a fourth. For me, Kirkman's always been kind of a hitter, mostly a miss Didn't kind of writer. Didn't you read writer. his other series? Was... Of like what? the post-apocalyptic thing? What about it? What was that book? Didn't you read that? There's that Oblivion Sun or Oblivion yeah, Song. That's, that's yeah. I'd gotten like the first couple issues and it was fine. But then it got into, it had to drag itself out. Or this one never feels like it has to be drug out. It literally feels like it fills in nicely as a coherent story. Cohering? Jeez. Coherent. It, it's a confident coherent. story. I'm not, but it is. So Confident. Confident. Uh, guys. Next up on the list here, Star Wars Star Vader, number 23. Uh, Greg Pak, Raphael uh, Linko, the Shadow, 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 as alerted what this is called. Um, Garrett, let me ask you a question here first. First off, you watched the Obi Wan? Uh, hell yeah, I fucking did. Hmm. Uh, you, have you? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, Marvin. Listen, it came out, I had a busy weekend. Okay. I get it. I barely was able to watch it. Uh, I know. I know. Guess who's one over there is you know constantly watching the series just five times in a row. He's got all the time in the fucking world. Doesn't like to work. He's you know a strain on this society. Um, but I didn't have the time. Damn. <laughs> I'm telling you, it'll be. Uh, it. Uh, yeah. 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 Good. Insult into his face. Listen, I like hashtag guest host one. How may I help you? Listen, hashtag one. How many times have you seen Stranger Things season four already? Um, I'm on my second watch through and I just got to the seventh episode of volume one. <laughs> Is it an only wow. how many episodes are in the first volume? Seven. <laughs> You're on the last one. <laughs> <laughs> you have no life. What what about uh Obi Wan? Do you watch Obi Wan? I did watch Obi-Wan. And what do you think about Obi-Wan? I thought it was great. You know, of course I need to see more, but good start. I did watch the beginning of episode one, and I want to get your guys' take on, do you really think that previously on, and it shows like the prequels, is that necessary? I think it is um, for those... Anything new. I mean, it's been a while. You know, I think it's necessary. But I don't think you just watch Obi-Wan out of the blue, right? You would have to be a fan of those movies. You don't just go, hey, let me watch this. What if you only watched the Clone Wars as a kid? What if these kiddies uh, just watch Clone Wars and they're like, oh, Obi-Wan, the guy from the Clone Wars, and then... Oh, oh, the cartoon series you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. I think you read the movie, and I was like, why would they just watch one movie in the middle of the series? (laughs) Um... I guess so. I don't know. I just find it a little weird. I skipped past it. I was, I was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't need to see this. <laughs> and then we got that first scene of uh, of some uh, people dying. Speaking of dying, uh, do you figure out who died in that Stranger Things? Did that shock you? Um, more than one, less than a million. Mm, that's what I told you. I told you what happens. I don't you guys dare to- spoil <laughs> shit for me. Huh? Don't spoil shit for me. Listen, I have not. This have guy not has watched it twice in a row, movie. and uh, you know, are you gonna you gonna download that series and watch it on your way because you're moving to a different state? Maybe that eight hour drive get some episodes in. Except I have to drive, so uh, like, <laughs> that's your choice. Don't watch it while you're driving. But go get a little dash thing and you put it up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe just listen to it. Is it a good series just to listen to? You could probably piece it together just by listening there to There you go, Garrett. What do you need to look audibly? at? It? I think I would be sad. 
just to only listen. <laughs> Quick question, uh, yeah, Corey. I know you and uh, you and Sign Steve, um, Sam. Excuse me, Sign Sam. Who signed Steve? <laughs> Somebody else. <laughs> you know why I watched a video today on Stranger Things, and it was about, all about Steve. And Steve's on my mind, so that's why. Uh, Sign Sam. Did you guys go see the Top Gun Maverick? I have not yet. I want to really bad. Was I talking to you, Garrett? I said I said him and Science Sam. Sorry. (laughs) Yes, we did, and it was fan freaking tastic. Hold on a second here. One of the best movie sequels I've ever seen. Corey, one second here. I have to reprimand him some more. You just said you didn't have time to watch Stranger Things. I didn't think you saw Top Gun. I didn't see oh, Top yeah, Gun. Oh, yeah, I went to Top Gun. Did not. I went to Top Gun Thursday night, watched all Stranger Things and Kenobi. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're making other people feel weekend. bad. Huh? You know what? Some of us have to work for I a say, living, bro. <laughs> I had to work this today. Is my, this, is, this is hashtag guest host one's number one quote, and that's get a life and watch TV. Okay? <laughs> so if you're not doing that, you're not doing life. Right. And last week you also stated... That in order to be lazy, you have to uh, put work into it. Put work into it. That's right. It's called active laziness. Uh, I have not uploaded that term to Urban Dictionary yet, but stand by, Wednesday Comic Fans. It'll be there within the next millennium. Did you eat that Stranger Things pizza yet? Um, I didn't eat the pizza. I took the pizza out of the box, so I have the box in my room. And then the pizzas in the freezer that will be eaten at a predetermined yeah. time. Or oh, I will all right. Get it Wrap it up. End this call. I thought I was going to talk about a fucking pizza. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pizza is it? Just pepperoni? Uh, there was four. Fl- uh, there's three flavors that was at the place I was at. So I got the multi-meat pizza. There was a supreme pizza. And then there was a pineapple jalapeno. And I was like, nah. That's that's a pastrello a pizza. Ham or something on Every it. day of the week, that's a pastrello that. pizza. It's spicy. It's got pineapple on it. That's a pastrello pizza. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. How would I got the Supreme? Yeah, when did you get the Supreme? When did you get the multi-meat? I don't like black olives. Oh, this is getting mm-hmm. worse and worse, bro. Dude, you wouldn't, even, you wouldn't even taste those black olives though on that pizza. Yeah, put that black shit that's, on. That's what you say. Oh, I'm, I'm on Team Corey on that one. Like, I hate olives, I mean, too. I don't normally like black olives, but on Supreme? the black olives. Give us some of that black shit. I put that, put a little hot sauce on there, and it's good. (laughs) Yeah, I would love everything else, but I would just pick off the black olives, and that's more effort than it's worth. Yeah, Corey, man, you are the you are the epitome of working laziness. I love it. Damn, (laughs) too much work to get the olives off my pizza. Corey, I don't think Spider Man came out since we last talked to you. Number three. Wait, what now? Say that again. Amazing Spider Man number three is that came out since we last talked to you. Nope, number two, not three. Oh, okay, sorry. My question still stands. Is it out yet? You were on Wednesday Comics? No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's like, you don't even know what ish, what the fuck is this? Wrap up your shit. Let's go. (laughs) Hold on. Did you want my comments on Amazing Spider-Man? Go ahead. Yes, number two. I mean, the art was still really good, and the story's starting to flesh out a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot you, like... uh, Listen, I have nothing against J.R.J.R., but I cannot stand his art whatsoever. I understand it's his style, and I understand it brings you some sort of nostalgia, even though technically, like, you went back and revisited that series after the fact, so how does it bring you nostalgia? I don't know, but um, 
uh, I cannot stand his block faces. All right, I'm not reading Minecraft over here. I'm reading Spider Man. Dude, Straczynski, JRJR, best one of the best runs of Spider Man. Oh, so man. you're talking about JMS? Oh man, that sounds like that sounds like a Marvin issue. Listen, I just said it's, <laughs> I understand it's not for me, but uh, JRJR himself has came out and said that he's not the best artist in the world, but he is quick. And that's why he's on books. All right? There His dad go. draws better. I like John Romita. The old man. Senior. Senior. Joe Quesada, uh retired today uh, after two oh, decades wow. at Marvel. Yeah, really? What do you think about that, Corey? That's sad. Like, he did really good stuff for what he tried to accomplish. So he's I the one who originally a lot, so. retconned Peter Parker and, and Mary Jane getting married. Is that why... Uh, you told me in the last issue it ended that certain way with Mary Jane. Yeah, I, I didn't like that aspect, but they could get them back together. You think uh, it happens? I mean, it has to have. Now it's becoming a story trope to keep them apart, where it's just like let's just build that tension together that we love each other, but we just are not. Or then when we are, it's short lived, and I don't like it. They were like married for like. The 80s and 90s. Get it together, amazing Spider-Man. You know why? Crew. Because he's not cool. If he was cool, he would be fucking her on a pier. Like, I just saw my Batman boy do. <laughs> but it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Excuse me while I turn on my Nirvana spray paint my floor. Or in the sewers. The sewers <laughs> or the pier. This man likes to be near water while he's having coitus with women. <laughs> it's Batman. He's a man of the night, but he likes a little water nearby. So, um... That's from All Star Batman and Robin. We just finished it on the show here, Corey, and I do recommend it highly that you read that. So, what's it called? All Star Batman and Robin: The Boy Wonder, and it's never finished, so you're not going to get complete story. Uh, it's ten issues, and then within the ten issues, they somehow find a way not to tell any story. Um, but there are a couple of gems in there. So, yeah, say the R bomb a times. As good as the Joel Schumacher movie. I hey, guess your brother over here has a deluxe issue. Or deluxe collection. He's going to be going to Wisconsin. He'll pass by that Minneapolis. He'll chuck it out the window. <laughs> you grab it. You read it. And I'll call you back and ask you what you did about it. I, I will say, Corey, what you brought up. I would rather watch uh, Batman Forever than read this ever again. Oh, let's see what goes. Batman Forever is way better than this. Yeah. By four. Batman and Robin, maybe even two. I, I'd go see some Batnips rather than read this. I would one. rather watch Batman and Robin. I'll put that out there. Hmm. Okay. Hey, you know, snowboarding off a spaceship? Don't knock it till you try it. At the very <laughs> least, at least I could shut off my brain and just, like, go into a vegetative state and just stare at the screen and maybe not ingest <laughs> anything that's happening, where I actively had to read that book. Batman. Oh, really? Yeah. Bang! No, it's not that wordy. It's actually the opposite. <laughs> oh. And that's how much I... Uh, that's how much it ruined me, so... It, it literally but is... Then the wordiest issue was the number nine. We yeah. walk into this big text of Bruce and Hal, but otherwise it's it's pure garbage. All right, love chunks. Uh, give your sign off. <laughs> um, okay, well, this was a joy as always. This is hashtag guest host one signing off. Stay classy, San Francisco. All right. Love you. Talk to you later. <laughs> Big chunks, right? <laughs> love chunks. Is it love chunks? I thought it was love sweet chunks. chunks. No, it's, it was sweet chunks before, and now it's sweet chunks, chunks. And then love chunks was the last guy who said it, and then she kicked him in the teeth. So. <laughs> Uh, oh 
Oh, Garrett. Uh, well, when I get turned on, I like to think about chunks. Hey, Garrett, what do you think about what do you think about Darth Vader number twenty three? <laughs> yeah, I know. Tangent, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm excited for it more mostly because of Obi Wan TV show right now. Uh, there has been like a crossover between all Star Wars titles for Marvel, um, which I'm surprised they're you know they're doing the Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Kind of between Empire and Return of the Jedi, I'm like, you guys better wrap that shit up because uh, Return of the Jedi uh, uh, reunion uh, or like anniversary is coming up here. So, um, but no, it's been good. I, I've liked the story and uh, the art is really good. Uh, just love reading this book about that uh, that Dark Lord of the Sith. When are they gonna? And obviously, this is Darth Vader book, so the Darth Vader one they really have a specific time frame they have to tell a story in between. But even just like the main Star Wars content that's out there when are they going to get out of the skywalker saga like when, when well i think they tried with the old republic but then they like they're like what if we threw out like 30 things and then you're confused my way you're actually reading actually that the high republic that came out i guess that's in a different time period so let's more talk about the tv shows i guess tv shows and movies they're always like within that time frame and i think it'd be very cool if they went super far into the future or back in the past and told one of those stories so because we hear about him. It's not like that Lord doesn't exist. It's like we don't hear about those old, those old uh, um, uh, Sith Lords. So, like, I mean, I think it'd be a cool story. Anyways, Closet 103, James Tinney the Fourth, Crystal Halloran, a tale of existential family horror. Uh, Thome is moving cross-country with his family and dragging the past along with them. His son, Jamie, is seeing monsters in his bedroom closet and will not let them go. Uh, you know what? I saw this on the list, and every time James Tinian has like a mini series and it's like a horror thing, I go, "Oh, that seems interesting." And I never jump on board, and then after the fact, one of you guys are like, "Oh, it was amazing!" So I'm gonna jump on this time, all right? And it seems like a, a good concept. I like Jamie O'Halloran's art. Uh, so I'm gonna be on this. Uh, you know what? This might be an omen here for you, Gary. Movie cost country. And then he's got monsters in the closet, so watch out when you get there. Snap. I ain't Garrett, afraid of no ghosts. Garrett is a trained monster killer. Uh, right. he'll, be fine. he'll be fine. I'll just uh, you know, sling up my uh, bazooka and we'll show who we'll show who's who the monster, you know? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just it'll take me like twenty minutes to lift up, but once I get it up there. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what do you think about that show coming out? Is, it, is it, you guys interested in that show, the supernatural prequel? No. Uh, yes, I am 100. Um, percent I think you know they they did that uh, a little bit in season six, supernatural. Um, some of the flashback storyline, and I always wondered why like the uh, Winchesters were such like a prevalent part of that series. So. Um, yeah, I, I heard I'm, some, I'm I'm here for that. You should watch the trailer, Al, before uh, before you say no. I heard some people. That, Go ahead, Alex. Well, I think my thing is that when I think of supernatural, I was always excited the fact that um, their dad was decided to become a monster hunter, and not that his family was born into this trait. And I get further down the line, they had to increase the story. But the first season, when you were just thinking, man. He's just going around kicking ass, taking names because they killed his wife. I mean, he was, yeah. he was essentially John Wick killing monsters. Well, that's, hey, but they don't say they don't say that he becomes a monster hunter when she dies. I was going to so. say that I saw a lot of people 
complaining continuity-wise, it doesn't make sense that those two are fighting monsters when he didn't take it up until after she died. And that series is about them fighting them while she's alive. And I thought that I thought to myself when I saw that, I was like, Alex, Alex is going to be mad about that. Yeah, but maybe at the end of the show, you know, he's like, all right, I'm not doing this anymore. And then she dies. And he's like, all right, bringing out the big guns again. But he, well, I guess that makes sense, too. He he did the job and then he retired from the job. settled out with the family. But someone else came and stabbed him in the back. He had to kill him. So but uh, they also pointed out that I guess he didn't know that she was a mon- uh, monster hunter until after she died. Yeah. Um, a lot of holes also, in your another shirt. news, they like the Winchester's trailer came out, but also the Gotham Knights trailer for the CW TV show, um, which has the guy that plays Cass. He plays Harvey Dent. Um, and it's going to have uh, Cullen and, uh, oh, what's her name? From Scott Snyder's run. Um, uh, the Harper. Harper. Harper, Colin and Harper. Oh, it's gonna have Terry Blue- Kelly, yeah, Bluebird, yeah, Bluebird, and then whatever Colin is, um, and then they're gonna have Bruce Wayne's son. I can't remember what his name is. But... It's not Damien. No, not Damien. He's gonna be something else. And uh, Bruce Wayne dies basically, Bullshit. and so the show's about those four, like those people taking on while he's out. Speaking of the CW nope. shows. You know when uh, Cisco left The Flash? Yeah. He's on a different show now. What show is that? Do you know? I don't know. I didn't I, even know he was on I just show. saw him on something, and I remember thinking to myself, being like, this is the same show you just left. Like, it, it literally is basically The Flash. Like, why did you leave that one? I guess because you were like, this is getting boring. <laughs> but Yeah. Uh, hmm. You know what I think would be interesting if they just did a GCPD show, and they just called it GCPD? And all it was was literally at the police station getting calls to go do stuff. And much like in the first episode or first issue, they run into Mr. Freeze. And it's just the cops dealing with shit. Have you not watched Gotham? No, I don't watch Gotham. It wasn't shit. It was pretty No, I didn't say it was shit. I'm just saying I don't watch shit. Like anything. It's it's not. Oh, you don't. Oh, I get you. I I barely watch anything anymore. Did you ever finish Supernatural, speaking of? No, dude, I'm still stuck at like season 11. Bro. I, even, I even fast forwarded just to watch that Scooby Doo episode, which was fantastic. Dude, Jim Beaver is going to be at SuperCon, and if he found out that you didn't watch the whole show before you met him, he'd be like, "Some fan, some fan." Dude. Challenge, challenge, Dude. throne, challenge, throne. You know what? I hate you, and I'll probably do it now just to do this, just to be like, "Do hey. it, do it." I dare you, so we can talk about it. <laughs> the show's done. Uh, I'll watch the last episode. Be like, yeah, this was okay, I guess. No, you can't. No, last season. I concede skipping to the last season, but no, you Got can't it. just watch the last episode. All right, blasphemy. Brought to you by RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Definitive source <laughs> for all things comics. RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Uh, physical locations in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Lincoln, Nebraska. RainbowComicsAndCards.com. Alex, what's what's up with this fucking weather? You know what? Uh, we're back in April, even though we're starting in June. There was a lot of rain, uh, a lot of thunderstorms, a lot of wind, a lot of scary shit in South Dakota these last about five days. Um, I you, you almost don't want to go outside ever because you don't know when that tornado is going to come down, suck you up, chuck you into Kansas. You land on some Wicked Witch of the West, probably Wonder Woman. 
meet the munchkins. It, it's crazy shit. That's the only thing. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> it blows my mind that I've never seen this much, honestly, wind or that much rain come down in a long, long, long time. It's been such a dry winter into spring that I'm surprised we didn't have flash flooding more than we may have actually had. Did it actually rain that much, though? I thought it was like an inch or two. Oh, okay. I thought it mostly was wind and shit. I guess it was overnight that it rained. That's right. That uh, Yesterday, it was mostly just like randomly. It would for like seconds at a time. But um, yeah. All right. Well, you know, Alex, I'll take your word on it that it's going to get better. And uh, that's what I heard you said. I don't know if that's exactly what you said, but that's what I heard. So I'm going to take your <laughs> advice and that it's going to get better. So, And if it doesn't, uh, everybody knows at the AP Keaton on Twitter? Let him know. Uh, Everyone knows. 90% of the time, I'm right. So don't worry. Yeah. 90% of the time, he's right every time. So, <laughs> uh, Before we move on to our book club book, uh, a little game here in our uh, game of co-host. Uh, game is tied 2-2. Two to two, And uh, for the next one here, it should be a fairly quick game. Let's get into it. So, guys, you know when you title something, a lot of times, either it's untitled until you actually create it, or they might have it under a different title and the last second decide to call it something else. Well, I have in front of me here 15 movies that were going to be titled something else, and then they decide to title it whatever you know it as, right? So what's going to happen here is we'll go back and forth and see who can get the most here. Um, and I'm going to tell you the title that it almost was, and you have to tell me the actual title of this movie. Okay. Understand? Okay. okay. Uh, I'm going to tell Google here to roll dice. So, evens or odds, Alex? Odds. Four. So, Garrett, you want to go first? You bet your ass. First movie on the docket here. Originally, it was going to be called Black Mask. Black Mask. Um, I'm going to call it, uh, let's go, Zorro. Uh, incorrect. It is Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay. uh, the book that, magazine that inspired it was called Black Mask. And so Tarantino was going to call it Black Mask, but he decided to call it Pulp Fiction. Hmm. Alex? Yeah. Star Beast. Uh, E.T. E.T. is incorrect. It is Alien. Ah. Uh, alien. The old you gotta turn that music off, man. It's killing me. <laughs> or just a little lower. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a little more like Garrett, here we go. Yeah. So far, a score, none to none. <laughs> uh, Spaceman from Pluto. Spaceman. Um, John Carter. Incorrect. Back to the Future. Ah, because that music's progressively gotten up again. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, You're sweating. You know, I have it very low over here, but um, remember in the movie Back to the Future, he's reading that magazine 
Oh, and he says he's Darth Vader from... Yes. And the magazine says Spaceman from Pluto, so... Mm. Uh, so far, they definitely dodged some bullets on naming these movies. Here we go, Alex. Jump. Uh, leap. <laughs> uh, bring it on is actually the movie. What? Oh shit. god! They also thought about naming it Cheer Fever and American Girls. No way. I like Jump. Jump would be good. Would be that'd be clever. <clears throat> uh, here you go, uh, Garrett. Untitled teenage sex comedy that can be made for under ten million that most readers will probably hate, but I think you will love. What the fuck? Say it again. Untitled teenage sex comedy that can be made for under ten million that most readers will probably hate, but I think you will love. Uh, Clueless. Incorrect. American Pie. Damn. Ah, I was just watching those too. Uh, Alex. Scary movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do Friday the Thirteenth. Incorrect. Scream. Yeah, I was gonna say, oh, if I would have got that one. Uh, Garrett, the Lunch Bunch. Lunch Bunch. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Breakfast Club. Correct. Breakfast Club. Yes! That would have been my guess, too. Uh, here you go, Alex. No worries. I was a teenager. Excuse me. No worries. I was a teenage teenager. Uh, let's see. Teen Wolf. Incorrect. Clueless. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Um, uh, Garrett, mm-hmm. Night Skies. Night Skies. Um, I'm gonna go Skyline. Oh, incorrect. E.T. No. Also, we're gonna be called The Boy's Life. I don't like that. Uh, Alex. Oh, 3,000. Sorry, 3,000. Um, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Incorrect. Pretty Woman. What? Why would it be called 3,000? Because that's the amount that she charges. Wow. Um... Well... That's 10 there, so I think that is. Alex loses from, uh, excuse me, I'll make it positive. Garrett wins 1-0. to zero. Whoa! Wait, no, oh, I thought it was 3-2. to two. No, no this game. This I game. doing 15 questions, or was that 15? Oh. Um, no, that was 10. That's, I, uh, <laughs> I guess we can do the rest of them. If you guys, this is like going to be a hard mode. And so you guys both get to guess on these then, because these are really hard. Okay. I don't even know if you guys know these movies. Um... 
That one's too easy. All right, here we go. Cruel inventions. Oh, saw. Alex? Mm. I don't know. I don't care. Go for it. Is it right? Uh, Incorrect. Cruel intentions. Fuck, it would have been right. Wow. Cruel inventions to cruel intentions. It seemed too right right on the nose for it to be cruel intentions. Mm -hmm. Whatever. I don't know how to say this, so I'm going to have the computer say it. Um, can you say it for me, please? Oh, here you go. I know Wikipedia. Oh, damn. Uh, Anhedonia. Mm-hmm. Anhedonia. Anhedonia. <sighs> if you guys get any of these, I'll give you two points. Uh, Desperado. Pastrello. Oh, shit, what is the name of that movie? Inception. There you go. Incorrect. Annie Hall. I don't know. Uh, Dairy Queens. Uh, Dairy Queens or? Yes. Queens. Oh, uh, White Chicks. Alex? I'm thinking milkshake. Incorrect. Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh. Okay. And I have seen that. Uh, ten Things I Hate About Clueless Road Trips When I Can't Hardly Wait to Be Kissed. Well, I mean... Euro Man, trip? that's tough. I'm going to go with uh, Can't Hardly Wait. Incorrect, both of you. Not another teen movie. Oh. And finally, which movies. Alex, if you get this, this is two points, so you would win. Oh, never mind. This one's too too easy. <laughs> so never mind. I guess Garrett just wins. Where Fast Times. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, it was what you call Fast Time. That's that's I, I should have checked that ahead of time. Well, well, congratulations, Garrett. Woo! One one zero. As these all these games have been cited by one point or less. Uh, there you go, three to two games. And now we know that uh, that critical thinking and that I need that producer kind of mind to be a co-host. Then this guy knows how to make titles. Oh yeah, I forgot what our reward was. <laughs> the one of you guys is getting downgraded. One's going to get upgraded. So we'll see. Well, damn. It'll be an honor to be your number two. You know how on TV shows they do like... Well, I'm happy that I'm not in the toilet. (laughs) That they do the credits. And then there's always one that says like... um, Actually, no, that's the opposite. When they do like the and this person, that person is actually probably more important. Uh, So instead, it's going to say host one, host two, and then uh, guy on the mic. That's going to be the last person. So we'll see. (laughs) Uh, there we go. There we go. Piece of shit. Be a complete piece of shit. Wow, guys. Jesus. Piece of shit. No wonder you want to get all those voices of us before we do the show. So we can shit on each other without knowing it. Damn. Be a complete piece of shit. 
Jesus, Garrett. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, little uh, book club, Garrett, right? What was it called? Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents. <laughs> oh, my God, you have. Uh, Avengers Forever uh, by uh, Kurt Busiek. Oh, Jesus, where the fuck is my thing? Uh, Carlos Panko. Pachenko. Oh, where's my fucking thing? Yeah, I'm just going to look it up instead of pulling out my iPad. <clears throat> um, Avengers Forever, uh, written in 1998. Kurt Busiek. Here we go. Kurt Busiek, Roger Stern, and drawn by Carlos uh, Pacheco and Jesus Moreno. Uh, I actually did see on this week's uh, uh, new comic release, they have a new series coming out called Avengers Forever. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's based on the same thing or whatever, but um, oh yeah, starring the Avengers of the Multiverse. So it's kind of the same. Uh, yeah. And that was not on purpose. I did not know that was happening until I was looking up this book and I was like, oh, I, that's not the one I meant to try to read, but all right. Um, this story is a 12-issue uh, maxi-series. It is about in the first issue, um, it does a little backstory. Rick Jones got critically ill uh, it, it sounds like that uh, some shit happened to him, right? The Hulk got a little mad and uh, almost killed him. Which you could be fucking tough, Alex. If uh, the Hulk comes after you and you still are alive after that fight, you know, you're still in a in a really deep coma. And uh, you know, you manifest powers where all of a sudden you like merge and I mean, uh, not merge the opposite, uh, disperse yourself into all these kind of uh, uh, different uh, entities and fight off. But anyway, so he's in a coma. Uh, and so a team consisting of, um, like, who was it? Captain America, Captain. Iron Man, Ant-Man. And a bunch of people bring him there and say, hey, you know, uh, the uh, Supreme Intelligence. Uh, what can you, you, you're the one who made him use the Destiny Force to to help us. And uh, so bring this guy back. And they, they're like, he's like, okay, I'll do it, but you got to leave. And they're like, fuck you, we don't believe you. And he's like, dude, I can fucking kill you right now. All right? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we don't believe you. <laughs> and so they just leave. You know, they said, all right, I'll fuck with me, I guess. And it actually started out, I forgot about this. I forgot at the beginning, there was the Avengers, like, squad or something. Um, that it seemed like Rick was their leader. And they show him uh, attacking... Uh, the this uh, uh, civilization of people, and so you see in Mortis basically being like, "Well, we can't let this fuck guy fucking live. He's gonna fucking kill some people." So he sends back Tempest to be like, "Hey, kill this motherfucker while he's in a coma. Good time. Mm. I'll I'll stop time. You go in there, you kill him." But uh, his former younger self, uh, Kang the Conqueror, shows up, stops the uh, time stop, and destroys Tempest. Which actually, the inside of Tempest was like the uh, um, limbo. And so anything that was in there, no time was passing. And so he decided, and Porta said, you know what, I'm going to stick every army I can inside there. Little portals at least. So they all break through. You got all these fucking armies coming through. And uh, Kang's taking good, uh, he brings out the big guns. So starts firing away at these motherfuckers. Said, hey, get out of here. And uh, in the middle of all this, Rick says, what the fuck's going on? Waking me up? And he wakes up, and uh, at the last second here, some superheroes uh, pop in. And he says, what the fuck's going on here? 
And we have Captain America, <laughs> Yellow Jacket, um, Hawkeye I saw, Songbird, Captain Morel, uh, Wasp, I think, and uh, Giant Man. Was it Giant Man or was he in the also? Yeah, it was. I thought it, was it was Giant Man. It was Giant Man, but I thought it was um, Sun- Sunfire or Firestar, Sunstar. Yeah, I don't think I recalled the name either. Um, let's see here. Hey, I guess we'll find out more in the next issue, but uh, that's basically how this issue ends is with them showing up. Now, this is now this um series, a little history on this series. When this book came out in 1998 to 1999, like the comics that were coming out around that time were when you hear about the 90s comics, they're like all extreme and all this shit. And they really kind of tried to bring it back to how the Avengers used to be with this title, since it is not really in continuity, it's just a kind of a 12 issue story. And it really is kind of credited with getting Marvel out of that kind of mindset, having, you know, um, the super buff Captain America and going back to like, telling stories and how they used to be, which I feel like, I don't know about you guys, like the, I think that the tone and the way this first issue is told reminded me of those kind of classic older books, but also like the wording obviously was modern. So it also felt like it was more uh, accessible for that reason. Yeah, I, I don't think it was hard to follow. And I actually, you know, it uh, it kind of reminded me of like Hickman's uh, storytelling where you're given so much like detailed information, but it like flows well with the story. So that like, you know, when you get start getting into the kind of lighter beats of the story with the Avengers and whatnot, that it like paid off what you learned before. Uh, I also thought the coolest part of this whole issue was the factions of future Avenger squads. Like, you got the Captain America, like, the Shield Bros, and the uh, Iron Man, and the Thors, and the... Yeah, the Hammer the Bros. The Mans. Yep. The Hammer Bros, the the uh, Suit Bros, Iron and the bros. Shield Bros. Yeah, they all show up. And then, I was shocking there wasn't, like, a Hulk uh, Hulk faction, but who knows? Maybe listen, Rick, Ray, don't remind him about Hulk. He got beat the shit out of him, all right? I know. We only get to see his hands. We only get to see Hulk's hands. I'm sure he'll show up at one point. I mean, he's got beef with his Rick Jones, so. And Rick's supposed to be his goddamn friend, but he turned him in? Anyways, that's a, that's an older story. And also talks about the Kree Skull War a little bit. You know why, actually, I thought that this book was a, a nice kind of Avengers history book to kind of revisit at this time? is because there's so many things from this book specifically that kind of touch on what they're kind of doing with Phase 4 and Moon 4 with the MCU. That I thought it'd be nice to kind of like, you know, learn more about Candy Conqueror. Maybe Immortus we'll see in this in this upcoming thing. The Kree, uh, Scroll War, they're obviously hinting at. Um, and uh, who knows what else we'll see in this series that's something that they are coming up with. But um, they have kind of leaned towards doing Secret Wars, it feels like, in the MCU. But also I feel like there are hints of this too because you have Candy Conqueror and time travel and and taking heroes from different times uh kind of like how that what if was and, and like that last issue taking them from different places and popping them in to fight a common cause so um i re- actually really enjoy- i this w- i think this first issue took a little bit for me to get used to the style in which i wanted to tell the story i i love kurt Busiek's writing no matter what he does it's in a way that kind of feels like the the dialogue is almost like especially the narrations he's uh i think the king of narration uh and it feels natural to read what he's saying. And it doesn't, never comes off as, even like you said, Garrett, if it's like big concept, it also feels like somebody's telling me that. Like my, 
you know, my pal selling me a story. Um, and also think Carlos's art was uh, pretty good for this issue. So it took a little bit, I feel like, because there's a lot of history up front. But once we got to the situation at hand and we saw Rick and the vendors and everything like that, I thought it was uh, very enjoyable. I I definitely need to get into issue two. I I did not enjoy issue one as much as you guys. I thought it was rather kind of boring. Uh, I like Kurt Busiek just fine. I like the team that they kind of put together. I don't know if it was the time travel, if it was the I don't really know who Rick Jones is. I know of the name. I've seen him in other books. Um, I I need to give issue two a chance. This is would not be a book for me if we weren't reading it for the show. Because I'm like I don't what so. it's just it's just like the first Avengers. It's setting it up, man. Uh, well, I need, I, need yet to more, come. I need some more ass kicking. Uh, there's a lot of armies, a lot of people fighting each other, but I don't know who any of them are. And I get that's not the point. I don't need to know who they are. It's literally Kang kicking everybody else's Wait. ass. What did you <laughs> did you think what? that uh, Giant Man was Cyclops? No, oh, I thought he was. He, he like has the same colors on. It has red glasses on. So I thought it was him. And his helmet does kind of look like an axe. So. And, and I was like, what the fuck was he doing so huge over here? Fucking Cyclops. And then I was like, oh, let's try him in. I mean, uh, Alex, I don't think you're I'm wrong. And when I was reading this issue, too, I thought to myself, I was like, oh, Alex isn't going to like this. Because it is a lot of setup for this kind of story. And I think if uh, I love Kurt Busiek, and I feel like I will give him the benefit of and I'm not saying that you're not, but it also like I know that he's setting all this up so that way he can tell a more simple story. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a lot mm-hmm. of setup to yep. this story, and then when they get into it, it'll be more simple than it is now, and it'd be more about the characters than it is about all this time travel shit. But that's why I say, like the beginning, I feel like I got a little bit to get it used to, and then when we actually started getting into it, I started to feel and be like, oh yeah, this is Kirby's book. So, but I'm uh, saying the, the Kirby's the guy I've read is the more modern day, you know, last ten years stuff, not. 22 years ago. I don't know. You like you were at Marvels, haven't you? I read it and then I eventually dropped it, but that's because I was like six issues behind. So. No, 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 no. Marvels that came out in 1994. I thought we read that on the show here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For the show? Yeah. 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 So I guess that, you're right. That's his. All right. Um, we used to read uh, his, uh, what was that book called? Image book? I don't know. Uh, Tooth and Claw? Autumnlands? Oh. Yeah. Autumnlands? Anyways, but, um, oh, and then we were reading his, uh, what was that Batman's Creature of the Night? Yep. Anyways, you, anyway, that is more modern, but, uh, about Marvels, but I feel like, uh, Kirby Six always good about throwing in, like in Marvels, it's the photographer, um, in Superman, one of the best books ever, uh, Superman's Secret Identity, uh, he takes it from the, main character's point of view. There's also a human element to the superhero part of it. And I feel like we'll get that here with Rick Jones. Let me see it from his perspective. So I think that's why I think it's like, we'll see that. And it, it's kind of the way that he'll weave the story is through this common person's not common person. Rick Jones obviously is, has some kind of, uh, powers. Um, and also yeah. he's important to the uh, Marvel universe. Um, but I mean, I think that's going to be its conduit to tell the story. Rick is the reason Alex that, uh, Bruce Banner is the Hulk. That motherfucker was stuck out there, and Bruce came and saved his ass, and he got hit with gamma rays instead. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. I thought he was um, Captain's friend. No, he's... Uh, no, no. Okay. 
He's well, he's Bruce. all the Avengers yeah. friends, but he was yeah. Hulk's now he is first. because when Bruce turns to the Hulk and he was like, "Oh, motherfuckers, come help me!" And then that's how they all met each other. Yeah, from helping us. Come help me. This guy's always been in wrong place, wrong time, right? He's out there like, in the fucking he's picking fights he shouldn't be picking. Jeez, this guy's all over the place doing no- nonsense. He's in a fucking coma, you know, in front of the Supreme Intelligence. Who, first off, I think is uh, they might have reckoned at this point. I don't keep up on the Supreme Intelligence uh, continuity, all right, but. The last time I saw him, he was fucking smashed to hell by by uh, the uh, um, fuck. I can't. I had the name is right here. The, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Who's the guy in Galaxy uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number one? The bad guy. Uh, yeah. Ronan. Ronan the the uh, uh, accuser. Accuser. I kept wanting to say King the Conqueror because I just said that a million times. Uh, he shows up in front of him, and uh, because that's part of the Cree, and he's Cree, um, uh, he acts like he's kneeling in front of the Supreme Intelligence, but then he fucking smashes his ass with a hammer. So I thought that was pretty cool. So he was dead in that. So that's the last time I saw him, he gets his ass smashed. So uh, I don't know. And now he's, I see him here in the back in the past. It seems like he still was an asshole. So maybe he deserved it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe he deserved it. Uh, but I still can't get your Captain America out of my head, Marvin. What Captain America? What are you talking to Supreme Intelligence? Oh, hey, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> this guy's in a coma. I don't want you to. Hey, we'll get the fuck out of here. All right. I just like how they really, he was really like, I could kill you in two seconds. All right, I'm out of here. Well, don't kind of pull my fucking uh, chain here. I'll get out of here. I'll get out of your way. And they just take off. And I'm like, all right. Like, if, if Alex, if you were in a coma and me and Gary brought you in front of the Supreme Intelligence and I said, I don't fucking trust you, all right? You're shady. You're the reason why he's in this state. Uh, and he's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to work on him unless you're not here. I could kill you both with a thought. Uh, I'm telling you what. I'm not leaving that room, uh, Alex. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll right. stay there. Now, Garrett knows uh, that's bullshit and we'll be out of there within two seconds. But Alex didn't know. <laughs> the weird thing is that when you're giving the rundown, I think you're telling me in a coma that you're not going to leave me with that dude. Like, you're telling... Me, that I'm the threatening one. So gonna be like, just, well, Supreme Intelligence, how the fuck are you going to tell me that he's cured? Like, how are you going to, you don't have a phone. What are you going to do? And he's like, yeah, I'll figure it out, all right? And I'm the Supreme Intelligence. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll see you later. I'll be back mm-hmm. in, you know, six weeks minimum. Uh, I'll come pick him up when you're done fixing him. <laughs> just to see if he's back out of his coma. Uh, but uh, if he's not, you know, we'll leave again. So he's a big dude, but I can't mess with that shit. But also he said, we also got him by the balls. Remember that, because he's only living because he's in that vat. All right? And it's like Zordon, you know? They could, they could be pen pals. Zordon with ten pals. You know Speaking of huh. which, I actually got my daughter to watch Money More from Power Rangers. Hell yeah. Uh, and she actually does seem to enjoy it, so. Does she, uh, does she have a favorite yet? Oh, you know her favorite. It's probably Pink my Ranger. favorite, too. Pink Ranger all the way. Heck yeah, she knows what's up. She likes her for different reasons than you do. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. Do you know what's hilarious, Garrett? Hmm. I'm playing his music and it says, it all of a sudden it says, suggested loudest and most painful sound. Oh, it's God. a suggested video. So this must be loud for you guys. It's not loud for me. <laughs> I think every time you play the song, Garrett echoes. Oh, hold on. I don't Scary. think this is appropriate. <laughs> it says 18 plus only. I gotta hear what this is, though. I apologize. This is inappropriate. Oh, God! (laughs) Never mind.
It's just a sound. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> I'm just over here puking my guts out. Anyways, a lot of setup in this first issue. I kind of went round it, ran, uh, ran it down with that, uh, telling you what happened with Captain saying "fuck you" and all that shit. But um, I, I really enjoy it so far. I, I think it's a mixed bag. I expect it to be a mixed bag, and I, I, I have faith that eventually uh, uh, we'll all be like, "This is uh, great." So. Because I've always heard good things about this. The same way I've always heard shit about all star Batman and Robin. I've always heard good things about Avengers Forever. And I'm not, you know, that's the thing. Growing up, I was never like a Marvel Avengers guy. Like, I like liked them. But I know way more DC history and way more DC continuity because they were always like having animated shows. They like their movies and stuff like that. And Marvel got was way late to that game. Um, and even when they did have shows, it was like... It wasn't directly from Marvel, so they would like would do an okay job at telling those stories. And so I know way more, especially there was no Avengers kind of cartoon when I was growing up. And so the stories that I know are mostly DC and stuff like that. So when I started reading comics uh, and I got into Marvel, that was one of my goals was always to like go back and kind of read stuff, especially since the most modern kind of stuff um, kind of feels like the same to me and sanitized. Like they have a certain art style that they obviously go with now. And it's not a style that I enjoy. But I know it's not bad, but I just don't enjoy it. It's a very cartoony kind of look uh, and round, very round. Um, but like looking at this book was like, this is the kind of book I wish was coming out. And every once in a while you do get it, you do get a nice, uh, like especially when they were doing around the Thor, uh, Jason Aaron, it's like Rubik. I feel like Marvel had a lot of great books that were kind of in this tone. Um, and so I feel like it eventually, it'll get to that point where I'm like, oh yeah, this is the kind of Marvel I want to read. So uh, we'll see. I could be totally wrong. And, uh, if we could be like, this is the most boring shit ever. And, uh, Batman and Robin, we might apologize to that over this. So who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I liked it. Great issue one. Uh, here we go. There's a book club book for this week. Close out the show. But this very minimal right there. Does this hurt your ears? I'm about to go. I'm about to go just run away. Does that hurt your ears? It doesn't hurt my ears now. It's, it's just very, painful. It's though. very low in the mix. I hate the thing is that every time I hear the clicking, I'm like, God, there's a bomb that's going to go off of my phone here in a moment. Death is just around the corner. All right. We'll play something else then to, to close out the show. All right. Piece of shit. Be a complete piece of shit. Whoa. I said we'll play something else. Jesus. All right, we won't play anything then, I guess. Uh, WednesdayComics.com. Go there. It's the website. Subscribe to the show. Spotify. Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Um, Stitcher Radio. Go to WednesdayComics.com also. Click on the website button. Go to the merch page. You know what? I should make our new logo that you're looking at also part of our merch page. I haven't done that yet. So if you want to get I was going to say, man, and then let's, let's do a summer sale. You know what? Pull my leg, Garrett. No, I mean, I got a, it, it got a bad hip. Pull it. It's out of place. So do you guys do pull you guys, your finger when do you guys wake up? And maybe Alex, you're more in this kind of uh, because we're both old compared to this guy. But I don't know, Garrett, you might be getting like getting this, there. too. When I wake up in the morning, my arms where they were my they meet my shoulders um, the arm socket will it be hurts like fuck, <laughs> and I gotta like 
I got to like sit up and put my arms behind me and they both almost pop like really hard and then it feels better. Do you guys, wow. do you guys break your arms when you sleep? <laughs> uh, no, I, when, no. Uh, my back hurts every morning I wake up. Lower or upper? Uh, lower. Yeah, mine's I, lower too. Because when I sleep, I sleep on my stomach. Yeah. And, oh, wow. Yeah. See, I'm, I do, I do back and side because my back hurts so much. But then, like, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go to the side. But then I'm like, oh, I need to come back. To I sleep only sleep back. on my left side. You know, just one side sleeping. Wow. Mm-hmm. It helps with digestive, uh, your digestive tract. So I gotta Ooh. sleep on the left side. I don't need any buildup. All right. At Wednesday Comics, at Wednesday <laughs> Comics on Twitter, at Karat2188, locker number, at the AP Keaton, not locker number, at Marvin underscore Saguero, me. And uh, go to uh, our website. I already said that. I think there's something else there, though. Oh, you can click on it to send us a voicemail. Go to WednesdayComics.com or go to 605-215-1849. It's in the notes here. I added that number to the notes here. So in case you don't hear me say 605-215-1849, you can call there. Um, and also, don't forget to visit our sponsors, RootsAndSwampThing.com. Um, you know, they canceled that green hill. I think I might as well jump back on uh, Swamp Thing and figure out how that's, that's so good. Is Ram, is Ram still on that book? I think yeah. he is. Yep. I might as well jump on that baby. There's like three issues left, though. All right. I'm off. <laughs> I'll, I'll read it in trade or whatever. We'll see. Maybe it'll be on Hoopla. It'll probably be in Hoopla, actually. Um, you know, I've been doing that a lot lately, is reading old stuff. I really enjoy going back. You know, there's no pressure to... You know, read in a certain time frame. You're reading at your own pace. Like, uh, there's some good Batman uh, that happens in those, like, Streets of Gotham kind of books, the case file books. Like, there's some good shit in there. Anyways, uh, <laughs> our other sponsors, RainbowCollectionCards.com. You can go there and read those books probably, too. They probably got tons of those Streets of Gotham. Go there. You know, you can read all these stories. I, You know what's good about those kind of stories is that they're usually one-shots or, like, three-issue kind of uh, limited series stories from a writer or artist that you normally don't see in the Batman books. So it's nice to see their take on it. So you can tell some good stories in there. I mean, that's how we, um, my, one of my favorite books, there was like a bat, there was like a Bane uh, story, his origin with, with Osito. I think it was in one of those books. So, you know, Oh yeah. Osito. You know, I, I, I help one day to live long enough where it's like AI and I can have a bear robot that protects me, and I'm gonna make him look like Osito. And that Damn. He's, he's gonna protect me all the time. Hell yeah. Like when they come for gas, because gas is, you know, I'm stockpiling it, and they come for me. It's gonna be like Mad Max uh two when that kid throws a boomerang, that's gonna be Osito. He's gonna have a boomerang and everything. So Now my thing is that when Garrett can make a robot dog, he'll get it to be like crypto. And that'll oh, hell be yeah. Same problem that you have, Marvin. He's apparently. What are you gonna do? He's gonna get a dog like Ace. I don't think that's Alex. Yeah, no. that's true. He's gonna get a robot that just looks like a Dodge Charger and fucking. <laughs> I saying, at that point, I just want my robot to look like my car. And it's gonna be in a. It's gonna be like a transformer. It transforms into a robot and just shoots you in the kneecap. It only shoots kneecaps. <laughs> By the way, because it's too small. It's called kneecapper. It, it, it's literally, it, it, they found the average height of, of uh, between a man and a woman, and he puts him at kneecap range, and he can't move his gun. 
up or down. So it has to shoot a kneecap. <laughs> Either shoots you in the shin or hits you in the knee. Either way, I mean, if you're tall, yes, you get the shin. If you're too small, you get maybe a quad blown out. And you get shit in the, shit in the dick. <laughs> and if you're we'll just your at the, and if you're average height, kneecaps are gone. All right. Boom. Kneecap. I feel like there's something I'm missing here. Nope, I think that's it. Whatever. Uh, oh, yeah. Supercon.com. Go there. Retromania. September uh, 30th through October 2nd. Uh, clear up that Friday. We'll be there. Uh, you know what, actually? Guys? This is going to... We're in issue uh, three right now. Issue three, episode three, seven. And so our seasons go 26, so 23 more weeks. We put us at what, Alex? October 12th. So I think instead of ending this co-host thing at the end of the season, we end this shit at Supercon. This is what we're going to do. Yep, I just decided. All right. That's what it's going to be. I'm going to put together. Dang. And don't worry. You won't be guys to be alone. You know how I work this thing out. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and we'll decide who's going to be the co-host and who's just the man on the mic. And you know what? Even the credits, that's all you're called. The man on the mic. All right. Like the man in the chair, oh, and the man in the mic, and then I had demotion. Oh, December third, December third. Now, Alex, you didn't hear me. We're ending this supercon, so you got I less chances. You got less chances to get ahead. All right. I'm only defined by one. I'll be fine. You know what? Next week I'll win. Guaranteed. Next week we are going to do trivia about turtles only. So. Oh shit! We either it's real turtles, which eh, Garrett might have the edge, or if it's ninjas, I'll be fine. So help me if Alex gets the question: What are the teenage mutant ninja turtles' names? I'm out. Uh, I knew I was speaking about real turtles. So good. Oh, I'm there. I got some knowledge. Sup? What's up? You know what? Actually, uh, uh, I'll I'll be in contact with your girlfriend here. Garrett, I'm going to ask her to write me some questions. Oh, yeah. yeah she'll do her dissertation at the same time. She's <laughs> <laughs> not that busy, huh? You guys aren't, like, moving, and she's not having a dissertation, you know? It's a it's a fairly easy time right now, so, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. Piece of shit. Be a complete piece of shit. <laughs> Jesus, all right. Just make a suggestion. <laughs> For Wednesday Comics, my name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Everyone stay dry and keep turning those pages. Piece of shit. Be a complete piece of shit.